What is going on, dads? And welcome to The Betwixt, recorded on Saturday, May 8th, 2021. I'm your host, John, and thank you for joining me tonight for some Nintendo and my mild irritability. Happy weekend, everybody. It's another Betwixt episode. I really didn't know what to talk about. Um, So I decided I'm just sitting here kind of between games. I just put Outriders to bed. Um, Didn't beat it, but um, I'm just kind of done with it. Just exhausted. I don't know why. Woke up kind of early. Just feeling a little irritable. So I decided to just vent my frustrations on this betwixt. Um, I just want to talk about some things that bug me about gamers. Is that fair? And if any of these things apply to you, just remember that you are the exception to this. But yeah, I think we all kind of feel this way. Let's talk about some things, all right? Let's talk about some things, fellas. I've got five things here that really grind my gears about the gaming community. First one I want to talk about is the console wars. Look, Nintendo versus Sega was fun in the 90s. It really was. There was two consoles. They had vastly different attitudes. And at that time, kids generally had one or the other. And that was it. It was fun. But it's 2021 now. There's still people on social media who get angry at owners of other consoles. Xbox versus PlayStation, both of them against Nintendo. It just never ends. Let's talk a little bit about console wars. Okay, here's the thing that I never understand. You chose your console. You could have gone out there and bought a Nintendo Switch. You could have bought a PS5 or a Series X. Well, honestly, you might have wanted one, but you couldn't find one in the stores. But you chose it. So why do you get mad at other consoles. I see it all the time. I'll go on Twitter. I'll look at like, let's just say, and I'm just, this is one example. I look at an Xbox, uh, you know, like one of the Game Pass posts or whatever. And there will inevitably so many people that are replying saying how Sony's better. You know, Xbox will announce and say, you know, MLB the show is going to be free on Game Pass. And someone will say, PlayStation's better than Xbox. <laughs> like, I understand it's social media, whatever. But what is the point, okay? If you like Sony better, you probably bought your PS5 or you still have your PS4. Enjoy it. Why do you have to go and spend time out of your day to reply to a tweet from Microsoft to tell them that you think that your console is better? You bought it. Be happy with it. Be safe. You know, if you're if you're a married guy, right? And you married, you you chose your wife. It, would you start arguing and complaining about other people and putting down their wives <laughs> so you can say, "Oh, my wife is better in bed than yours." No, you wouldn't do that. So, be happy with you bought. I own an Xbox, I own a Nintendo. And you know what? There are a lot of great things about the PlayStation 5, but I didn't buy it because I just didn't want to have three consoles. I also have no room for it. <laughs> but like, I can come out and see a game like Returnal that came out this week and be like, hey, that's a cool game. If I had a PlayStation 5, I would definitely buy that. There, It's okay. 
And you'll find that by being more positive and understanding that the console you chose is the console you chose. It doesn't mean that everything on the other consoles is stuff you don't want, right? I don't have a PlayStation 5. It doesn't mean I can't say, hey, these, some of these games are really good. And I really like their controller. And I love that Astrobot game that comes with the system. That's really cool, too. Um, you know, just everything. And, and, and from month to month, they've been putting out some really good, you know, older games, but like really good free games like Horizon Zero Dawn that like, hey, these are free. These are cool. My son's actually playing Horizon Zero Dawn on the PS4. And that's cool. Just because I don't own a PlayStation, it doesn't mean I have to be negative. Xbox has to win. It's like, it's so silly. And I know, I know a lot of people in the dad's community that do not do this. Um, but oh my God, you see it so much on rando Twitter. It is just insane. And so it makes you wonder, do you feel like you picked the wrong console? Did you pick wrong? Are you not enjoying your Xbox? Are you not enjoying your PlayStation? You know, what is it? Who hurt you? <laughs> Let's just leave the console wars to the 90s, okay? We got three consoles out there. All three of them have great offerings. And it, there's, you know, you, having all three systems is really hard to maintain and very expensive. It's okay to not have one and still say there's a lot of good things about that system. I just picked a different system for a different reason. Let's let it go. Another thing that bugs me, people complaining about exclusives. This was something I didn't really know about until the last couple years or so. But there was one thing that came across my radar that still sticks with me. Back when Nintendo was publishing Bayonetta 2, um, there apparently was a lot of anger at the time that the Bayonetta 2 was going to be uh, an exclusive on a Nintendo console and, you know, probably that the Wii U, not many people owned it. But there were a lot of people, fans of the franchise, and I, I'm heavy quotes here because I find it hilarious. It, this is literally the second game. Um, there were fans of Bayonetta um, that felt like that the franchise was stolen from them, that um, Platinum had abandoned its fans. <laughs> This is literally just a game that came out on all the consoles, like, like Xbox and PlayStation, you know, three. And because of funding and whatever, Nintendo ended up publishing it and it ended up on the Wii U. OK, and the people that were screaming about this are also the same people that are benefiting from the fact that, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake is an exclusive on PlayStation consoles. Right. Was that stolen? Persona is only on PlayStation consoles. People who complain about exclusives never seem to complain that they have the exclusives. And that's what's very weird. You know, oh, Bayonetta 2 is on a Wii U console. What about all the games you have that I can't play, right? For years, I wanted to play just freaking Super Meat Boy on a Nintendo console, and I couldn't. Um, so understand, exclusives are a big way for console makers to get people to their console that, you know, we know a lot of big AAA titles end up on both, you know, the, the PlayStation and the Xbox. And nowadays, sometimes we see a, a bad port that comes to the Switch. But we understand that if you have one console or the other, most of the games you're playing are on, on all the consoles. But those exclusives are what separate it, right? When I was choosing between, like, 
PS5 and Xbox Series X. I really couldn't decide which one I wanted. I had an Xbox One, but like I was thinking about all the exclusives that are were already on PS4 that I could play on PS5 that I hadn't played yet. And then all the games that were coming to the PS5 that I was interested in, which wasn't a lot of games, but knowing that, you know, I really enjoyed the Last of Us game. So, I, you know, having a PS5 is probably the best way I'm going to be able to play a Last of Us 3, that sort of thing. Um, But, you know, that's what happens. Okay, Nintendo Switch, they have tons of exclusives. And sometimes we forget that we have these exclusives. We think of Nintendo as a software developer, but remember, these games are not on the other consoles. And we don't complain about those. We don't say, gosh darn it, Breath of the Wild should be on all the consoles. Well, it's like, well, we have the Switch. We don't worry about that. People need to understand exclusives are going to exist everywhere. Um, You know, Xbox bought Bethesda, and maybe one day those will start to be more exclusive to them. We don't know. But understand, everyone's got exclusives, and everyone's missing out on something else. And, you know, it's your decision. Does that suck? It probably sucks in a way. But, you know, as a Nintendo Switch owner, I think it's pretty cool that I can only play Mario on this one console. And hey, if you really want to play it, you got to buy my system. And I want you to buy my system because the more people that own my system, the more exclusives I'll end up with. (laughs) So try to let it go. Exclusives exist. Sometimes there's a game you can't play. Eh, it sucks. But that's just kind of the way it is. We got to move on. Let's and, and, And let's also not fault game publishers for publishing to one console or developers for only building to one console. Sometimes there's there's serious monetary reasons why they only build for one console. Just let it go. Okay. It's a reality. It will be a reality for a long, long time. Unless you're on Stadia. Third thing, bitching about games that aren't for you. This is one of the worst habits and is probably the one that all of us have done, okay? There are very, well, let me phrase it this way. There are bad games, but a lot of the vitriol that you'll see online is generally about games that just aren't for you. Do you remember when Nintendo was going to have that surprise announcement? We were all excited about it. And everyone was saying, oh, it's going to be this game, it's going to be that game. And it ended up being Bakugan. (laughs) And we all just, like, flipped out. And, yes, I was disappointed. A lot of us were disappointed. Oh, I thought it was going to be a big franchise or whatever. It was Bakugan. But, man, there was a subset of people that were so fucking angry about it. And it's like, it's just not for you. There's people out there that want to play this Bakugan game. Ring Fit Adventure is another one, too. A lot of the quirky Nintendo games that come out, Labo, um, got a lot of this, too. And this is what we love, Nintendo, the quirky things that they make. Just get ripped. Oh, look at this stupid game. Look, it's got cardboard. Oh, look at this game. You have, what is that, a, a circle? Like, oh, you know, like, what? that's a stupid game or whatever. There are a lot of games that just aren't for you. You have to accept that. They are for different audiences. Uh, another one, DC Superhero Girls. This was on a recent Nintendo uh, Direct. Man, people were so mad that they spent like three minutes talking about DC Superhero Girls. Like somehow there is a timer. And if Nintendo runs out of time, they won't talk about some game that was coming out. You know, these these Directs 
they last a certain time because of each individual game added up of what they want to talk about. It's not taking away from some other game, okay? This is what they're going to do. But, like, DC Superhero Girls is targeted at a younger audience. Now, great, adults are going to play it, but it's it's geared at a younger audience, and it's an accessible game. Think about the Lego games. The Lego games are also targeted at a younger audience. It just happens to be that adults really like it, too. And I think DC Superhero Girls, you know, might be a game I don't like. Might be a game I do like. I actually think it's pretty cool. I like the little girl, the girl characters, and they're stylized and whatever. But, man, like... It's not that it's going to be a bad game. You have no idea. It's just that you're just mad that it was it. It's girls. You know, what is the problem here? Um, We just have to just take a throttle back and go, look, if I'm really angry about this game, is it just because it's not for me? I have a quick story here um, about ARMS. So ARMS came out in, what was it, like April or May? I think it was April of 2017. It was like a month after the Switch came out. And this was one of the big promoted games. And I, you know that I run, well, I don't run anymore, but I had, I was running at the time several like local Denver, Colorado gaming groups on Facebook. Um, most of these I don't run anymore. I've just kind of, I've spent too many years doing them. <clears throat> and the, uh, the drama over the years just got to be too much. I ended up with arguments with store owners, and I, 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 don't, I, I don't have enough podcasts to explain. But quick story about it. Um, there was a guy in our group um, who was just, for some reason, really angry about arms. He just didn't like it, and he was mad if anybody talked good about it. Um, and this was before the game came out just like oh this game's stupid what is this this is stupid i don't know i have no idea to this day where the hatred came from well arms comes out and at this point there have been so many posts and comments just these negative nasty comments about a game if you don't like it don't play it and on the day it came out he posts a picture of arms he was at a friend's house and they were going to play it and again, it was, I can't remember the post, but it was something like, hey, look at this dog shit or whatever, all this shit or whatever. And it was just the worst. I had to like suspend the guy from the group. It was just all, oh, just all day or whatever. And when I suspended the guy from the group, I mean, it just became a shit show like you've never seen before. And there are a lot of things happened within the group. Some people left. It was just a, it was a big old thing. There's there's still like ramifications from it. But the thing that I'll always remember about it is this was someone so angry about a game that just wasn't for them. It was a fighting game with long arms (laughs) and a lot of people really liked arms. A lot of people didn't like arms. That's true of basically every video game. (laughs) So if there's a game you don't like, just say, eh, that's not for me. And you'll find that you'll feel a lot better about yourself instead of, oh, I got to be viciously angry about this and I have to write about it on social media. Um, so that's the third thing that just, it's just annoying me tonight. Fourth thing, this, is, this has been popular the last few years, bitching about ports. Oh my God. This one is the one I can't, understand it all why people are so mad about ports if you are an old-time gamer 
Um, I, I cut my teeth on Atari and television like those days when I was really young. Um, and I kind of grew up with the NES. If you are a byproduct of the old days, you'll know that games never got ported. There was no ports. We had like some ports of arcade games. So we had like, you know, NES had a Donkey Kong, Atari had a Donkey Kong, and television had a Donkey Kong. But those were all like their own ports from one game. And we all wanted them. Um, but we didn't get like, when I got a Super Nintendo, right? How many games were ported from the NES to Super Nintendo? Just off the top of my head, I can think um, there was a Ninja Gaiden like trilogy thing. Um, there was a Super Mario All-Stars, which was really like like maybe one of the first remakes that I can remember in history. Um, there wasn't much, though. There were some ports, though, um, just like improved games, things like that, like Smash TV. Um, there were some Ninja Turtle games that were just better on a Super Nintendo. Nobody really complained about these things because they were so much better when they moved over to the Super Nintendo, right? Nowadays, there are so many ports. You know, we got we get ports of games, we get remasters of games, whatever, that, that are even like five years old. And we were getting, on the Nintendo Switch, we get ports from the Wii U all the time. And that's trickled now, but like in the early days, we were getting a lot of ports from that game. Not Zombie U yet. Where's Zombie U? Look, ports, I'm here to say, ports are amazing. I freaking love ports for so many reasons. For one thing, you know, we're getting a port of Skyward Sword soon. I, I, don't, I don't love Skyward Sword, but I love that Skyward Sword is coming to the Switch because I can't really play Skyward Sword right now. I don't have my Wii set up, and I don't really want to set my Wii. I, I got I to gotta get the sensor bar hooked up in there, and it's got the little stickers on it, and then my controller's going to have batteries again. And then I have to think about, you know, do I want to put on that little condom thing that the, the Wiimote had, you know? That thing gets a little dirty. It starts picking up your hand oils. The Wii is not a great console to be hooking up these days. I you just don't want to do it. And I love that Skyward Sword is coming. They're talking about doing a remake of The Last of Us. Um, I can't remember what, game, what year The Last of Us came out, but it came out on PS3. It got it's very famously The Last of Us remastered on PS4. You know what? I would love to see The Last of Us brought over and, you know, improved graphics. It's a great fucking game. And why would I not want to have a great fucking game available to me that looks even better than it did before? You know, I'm not saying I need this, but hey, man, if you want to bring a great game over to a newer system and if you want to take advantage of that system hardware, by all means. My, my biggest complaint about The Last of Us remake potential is I wish it would just come to Xbox. Like, I know it was a PlayStation exclusive, you know, but it wasn't made by Sony, right? Can you bring it to Xbox now? I was like, when bring it to bring it to Xbox so that I can that an Xbox player who never played it before can play it. And then maybe you can draw them in when, you know, Last of Us 3 inevitably comes out. You know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. Leave the previous one on there. I, 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 I see Xbox kind of doing that, right? Like, you know, you bring a cuphead over, whatever. So here's the thing. Here's what I want to know. Why do we bitch about ports? Do we think that somehow they're taking up time? I just don't know. Let me just tell you this. If a game is being ported over, it's probably being done by younger developers 
or uh, not the main team. They are not sidetracking the Legend of Zelda team working on Breath of the Wild to bring Skyward Sword over. It's just coming from somewhere else. That's it. It's okay. So like, let's let's just embrace this. Let's love this. Bring port everything to the Switch, you publishers out there. Just port everything over. Last thing I want to talk about is hating on games that make you mad. <laughs> Pokemon Go. Remember Pokemon Go? It was a big sensation. And I remember playing Pokemon Go and I followed the Pokemon Go account. I don't play Pokemon Go anymore. Um, I was tired of my phone just running out of battery. Um, but this was like a big game or whatever. There were people that just stopped playing it for whatever reason. Maybe they didn't like it anymore. Um, some people complained about, you know, hey, I'm not getting the new generations of Pokemon or whatever. I remember I would like see tweets from the Pokemon Go crew and people would reply, dead game. <laughs> now, these are people who are still following the Pokemon Go account and taking time out of their day to reply to say dead game. And the thing that I always thought about was, this is someone who is no longer playing the game, but now they don't want anyone else to play the game, right? And psychologically, I think what's happening is, in order to feel justified about my decision to stop playing Pokemon Go, I wanted to die. And the reason why I wanted to die is so that I feel justified in what I did. But if I stop playing the game and it only gets more popular, maybe I feel like I made a bad decision. But you know what? You didn't. If you don't want to play it anymore, don't play it anymore. You know? If you go to like leave a party, right? I'm going to leave and you expect other people are going to leave with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to go home. But then you walk out alone. Don't you feel like, oh, I'm the only one leaving. I'm, I'm the first one who left the wedding. I'm the, the, you know, the first one out from the birthday party. Um, kind of feel like a loser here. Like, you know, you got to be confident in yourself, right? Are you leaving because you're tired? Are you leaving because you need to walk your dog or whatever? Then leave. You, you shouldn't feel bad about it. If you don't play a game anymore, just don't play it. It's not, it's not for you, like we said before. Just don't play it. <laughs> um, the big one here, Last of Us Part 2. I wasn't really paying attention because I hadn't played this series when Last of Us Part 2 was coming out. I remember what happened was The Last of Us Part 2, the story got leaked months before the game came out. And people were like reading what they were being told were like actual scripts from the game. Here's the storyline of the game. And you're like, you know, at this point, how do you even know? How do you know that this is accurate information or not just like some fake leak? And people were really mad because they like read the story and were like, this is bad. This is really bad. And it was very silly because like you haven't played the game. Like how, how do you know? You haven't experienced the game. If I read to you the story of The Legend of Zelda, you might be like, this is dumb. <laughs> like, you know, what a weird story. What is this? This Triforces and pieces and it's on their wrists. This is dumb. A lot of games are dumb. If I explained to you what Super Mario Brothers, you'd be like, what? doesn't make any sense. So people got really mad. And then, of course, you had kind of the bigot crowd where it's like, oh, my God, are these characters gay? Oh, I can't play a shooting game with gay characters. What is this nonsense? Um, so there's a just... There was a lot of anger towards the game before it ever came out. And then when it came out, you see a lot of people who were wanted to be justified in their anger. So even if they were playing the game and maybe even enjoying it, they had to pretend like, well, I, I can't say I was wrong because nobody wants to admit that. 
just stop, stop, stop. Something, if, if there's a gay character in a game and you don't like gay people, then just don't play the game, okay? Stop being so angry. If you enjoyed the first game in the series, there were, there were some people that did not like the second game in the series. That happens all the time, right? What's weird, what's kind of weird about that was I loved Last of Us 2, but I understand. I understand if you don't enjoy it, okay? <laughs> Last of Us 2 had a very interesting way of telling its story. I won't talk about it. This, you got to play this series. It's just two of the best games in the world. Had an interesting way of telling the story. And there were some people who got turned off. Uh, my friend uh, Jesse, who's in my gaming group, got to this point in the game where the perspective changes and just stopped playing because he was mad that that happened. And I told him, I was like, this is like the best part of the game is the perspective change. Um, and now he's playing it again all the way through. And it's like, yeah, like, you can't complain about it until you experience it, right? Like, you know, if you finish the game and say, I really didn't like that, that's totally fair. You know, it's fair. Have a complaint about it. But man, this game got so much slack. We saw Cyberpunk 2077. That all takes me to death threats. Guys, stop with the death threats to the developers. Again, I don't think anybody who's listening to this is guilty of sending death threats to developers. Okay, it's the anonymity of the internet that really does it. But the toxic fandoms, the death threats, Phil Fish, who made a great game, Fez, left the industry because of the the just the psychoticness of everybody. You know what I mean? Like, we got to stop. If you don't like a game, then don't like the game. But my gosh. And, and by the way, the Phil Fish thing, so stupid. Some loser nobody who worked in the media industry just did not like that Phil Fish had a lot of success and fame, started attacking the guy. And it was like, people just wanted to tear the dude down. They doxed Phil Fish. And, you know, Phil Fish said, he said some things that were, you know, he was angry and whatever. But this is a guy who's just, you know what I mean? <laughs> if somebody has strong opinions, they have strong opinions. If they don't, they don't. Like, but this, the I think the guy's name was like Beer, Marcus Beer. Like, dude. You're literally doing what you're complaining about. If you're going to say Phil Fish, he thinks he's the greatest indie developer in the world or whatever. Well, who are you? <laughs> you know, you're some nobody loser media guy who I don't even know if he's still around anymore. You know, people just need to like calm down. Um, Gamergate. If you remember Gamergate, this whole thing started because a female developer, you see that, like, you, you kind of start to see some of the, like, connections here, right? Especially when it's, like, women are involved. People just get way more angry. You know, oh, gay, gay women in the game, gay developer. Zoe Quinn had developed a game, and her ex-boyfriend, which nobody knows anything about, right? Just an angry dude. Wrote an article. He was pissed off at her. And, you know, he led people to believe that she was, like, sleeping around for a good review from Kotaku. This is the best. She was sleeping with a guy who was writing a review for her game for Kotaku. How stupid is this? There are literally hundreds, if not thousands, of game review sites. And you're telling me if you get a good review from Kotaku, like, that's going to change the arc of your game's success. Of course, she wasn't doing this. And, like, the guy didn't even review the game. But it goes over to 4chan. 
people start believing it because it's on the internet. And the next thing you know, there's doxing going on and just madness. It all comes down to this. Stop being toxic. If you don't like a game and you don't want to play that game, don't play that game. If there's content in a game you don't like, don't play the game. If it's part of a series that you did like and you, and, and you don't agree with some of the decisions in the game, don't play the game. That's it. Go away. Be confident in yourself. I don't like this game anymore, so I'm just going to unfollow it. And I'm going to move on to something else that makes me happy. Okay? Pokemon Sword and Shield did not have the national Pokedex. Ah, that's disappointing. I don't think I want to play that game. <laughs> you know, if we could only just do that. Instead, it's like, oh, no, you ruined my childhood. Just stop. Anywho, I want to end with this. If you do any of this game, any of this stuff, if you do any of it, fuck you. No, I still love you. <laughs> I think you should just try to be more fair. Be more positive. It's a game you don't like? Don't play it. You know, if, if you don't own a Xbox and you think Game Pass is the bee's knees, say, hey, Game Pass is really cool. That's it. Not that hard. I own a Sony PlayStation 5. Hey, game Pass is cool. I wish I had it. But I don't. I had to buy a PlayStation 5. You can't buy all the $500 consoles out there. Just be positive about it. You'll find that by embracing what's great about every system, about the games you love and don't love, just be positive about it. Everything's going to be great. We're all going to have a lot of fun. Anywho, that's all I have. I'm still sitting here. I'm just a little gamed out. <sighs> you ever, you ever have to like start a new game, but you don't want to start a new game because you don't have to get emotionally invested in something new? Because then you feel like you have to commit to it. And then you're thinking like, um, I'm just going to play some old game. I'm going to play some game. I'm going to continue like like Monster Hunter. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep playing Monster Hunter Rise. And then you're just like, oh, I'm a little tired of Monster Hunter Rise. So I can't decide between should I keep playing Monster Hunter Rise or should I try a new game? Maybe play, um, I'm thinking about playing some Hyper Light Drifter. I've, I've never played that before. I'm thinking about playing that. You know, or should I play a little more Sayonara Wild Hearts? Eh, I don't know. I'm getting kind of game in malaise. Anywho, I won't keep you any longer. Been about a half hour. Pretty good. Anyway, hope everybody has a good weekend. Have a good week. Um, we're going to be coming back with an all-new episode of Dads After Dark next week. Drew's going to be back here. We have some really cool things to talk about. And... We've got a big two weeks of games that are coming up after that, including, and I'm super excited about, the Blurple Switch Lite, May 21st. Oh, my God, 13 days. I can't wait. It's going to be my new Switch Lite console. Sorry, Gray. Anywho, good night, dads. Sadie, take us away. The Dads After Dark show is a part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dads Discord in the Dads After Dark show channel for some naughty After Dark talk. Follow us on Twitter at NDadsAfterDark. Ask us a question and we may answer it on the show.
That's all for tonight. Good night, dads. Sweet dreams. <laughs>